The Rain Man Show contains discussions that are 49% geek, 51% douche. What's up, bitches? Listener discretion is advised. So uncivilized. Previously on Rain Man. No, 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 no. Mike, I want to hear you say this. We'll get to that later at the end of the show. We only get two. Yeah, all right. I was pretty shocked by these. Are you shocked? Okay. You know me. No, 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 I don't. (laughs) Things David has stolen. Sex toys. Yeah, that's a yes. I'm good. Yeah, that's yes. yeah, the, the laughing game. He's laughing way too much yeah. right now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> One point for Yakdub. <laughs> All right. Things David has stolen. Thomas. <laughs> Thomas is still just Don't fuck this up. I'm just going to say money. Is money on the list? Yay! That's two points. You guys are on a roll. And I stole it from my mom, too, so. <laughs> Can I hear an amen? Can I hear an amen? Louder! And now, from the Cave of Wonders, live in the presence of gods, welcome to the Rain Man Show. Motherfucking peanut butter and jealous. <laughs> Let's go get up. Let's go get up. Light them up. Hate us. No, 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 no. To the Rain Man Show, first show of 2021. I am here. I am tucking my dick. Oh. I am pinching my nipples. (laughs) And I'm talking to Thomas, not the mirror. Do we have a different direction we're taking the show this year? Would you fuck me? (laughs) (laughs) I'd fuck me. We, wow, you came out strong on this episode. It's how we roll, 2021. <laughs> no more opening demonic portals. That's good. It's just about love. I mean, I'm wearing, I'm half-dressed, wearing a pretty robe. I have makeup on. My lipstick looks on point. <laughs> you, you did quite a good job, I must say. Yeah. How are you, Thomas? How are your nipples? Uh, they're good. I, I didn't expect to answer that question. My nipples are good. Thank you, Mike. How are they? Are they nice and perky? Yeah, well, they always are now, yes. Yeah. So That's right. You got them pierced, huh? Yeah. So when you pierce your nipples, they're always perky? They're yeah. always kind of, like, hard? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Do they ever get chapped? Do you have to put some lotion on them? Because they're rubbing against those uh, materials? <laughs> no, I have not had to have Fabric, that. if you will. You wear, you wear silk shirts now. You right, just go switch. to stand up and just switch around. <laughs> I do think it's a good idea that we start our years without opening demonic portals. The last few years haven't gone super well. Yeah. Having done that. So maybe this is an important shift in our 
philosophy. I think it's a it's time to change things up. Last year we were suicidal. <laughs> this year, you know, it's time to be a little more positive. We were really negative last year. I mean, who wasn't? But put the knives away. No more knife to wrist. Let's put fingers to nipples. There we go. Is that going to be a t-shirt? Yes. Finger to nipples <laughs> and dicks between ass cheeks. That's something we can literally all get behind. Yeah. I mean, I mean, David has done that. Hello, David. How are you? How's it going? David's sitting in for Tony. Yeah. I have to fill up your Filipino quotient. That's another reason we started the episode in such a unique way. <laughs> well, yeah, because I told Tony that we were going to turn over a new leaf. There's no more, you know, suicidal tendency, no, no more anger. Just sheer gayness. <laughs> and he was like, I'm out. <laughs> the reason why you would start the show with this song is because I. Okay, so the whole this whole era of the mask wearing masks. Yeah. You forget people can hear you because your mouth <laughs> is covered. Uh, what'd you do? Well, this song came on. It's on my playlist when I'm at the gym. And I said, would you fuck me? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, tell me there's like the huge dude. I was like right next to you. The moment this song <laughs> comes on, that's what pops into your brain. You can't. Well, yeah. It's a classic scene from Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Kevin Smith didn't make it any better by using it in Clerks 2. <laughs> yeah. So this song, I'm like, yeah, this song is great. And then I, I'm mouthing. I thought it was mouthing. Obviously, I said it out loud, and I realized when somebody said yes, looked at me abruptly and confused <laughs> that I said it, and it was, it was low. I wasn't talking loud, but I feel like a lot of us talk to ourselves anyways in our day-to-day life, but when we're in public, we tend to just think things, not actually talk. Right. But because your mouth is covered in a mask, at least for me, I found that I start saying things louder you you feel more hidden yeah or or secretive so your brain wasn't had all guards at alert yeah so i slipped out. i asked somebody would you fuck me the real question is what did they say and who was it well i'm still celibate so that should answer okay well <laughs> yeah <laughs> i thought this is gonna lead to like a triumphant return no away from celibacy by like this creepy statement in the middle of the show. <laughs> I'm trying to be more positive. Doesn't mean I'm going to make up lies. Oh, all right. That's probably a good idea. Yeah, I had sex with about 25 women during winter break. You know how I did it? I just asked, would you fuck with me? <laughs> <laughs> and I pinched my nipples really hard. <laughs> I was watching Clarice on CBS as part of the reason why that scene is stuck in my head again as well. Mm. And why I put goodbye horses on my playlist at the gym. Because CBS has decided to reboot the the Universe. Hannibal franchise. Yeah. It's become yeah. a thing. It's not just a movie anymore. Yeah. It's become a thing. It's an entire franchise. People love it. It is a great book series as well. So I understand. But CBS has decided to reboot the idea, the concept, and center it around Clarice. Yeah. And it's okay. But when you had the gentleman, what's the name of the showrunner doing... Uh, that star show American Gods right now. I forgot his name. He also did Discovery season one, the beginning, but then he got fired. Oh, um, I forgot Brian his Fuller. name. Yes. Brian Fuller is a god among writers and he did Hannibal for uh, NBC. Right. Yes. A few years back, which is 
amazing. It is sheer art. It is gorgeous, amazing writing, amazing acting, amazing everything. So when they announced that Clarice was coming to CBS, I'm like, well, you better fucking bring your A game if you're going to try to reboot this entire franchise now as a new TV show when Hannibal has a huge cult following. People right now are on social media. You can go to social media and just hashtag Hannibal, search it, and you'll see that there's still to this day an avid group trying to get the show to be brought back, which... Brian Fuller has stated, the actors have stated that they will all meet and do another season. It just, everything has to be aligned and Mm -hmm. a network has to want to pick it up. And at this point, it is so big. It's a phenom. I can't imagine a network not wanting to pick it up. But that's why I was annoyed that CBS just threw a fucking wrench in the game. Because how can you have Clarice and then also have a Hannibal series running at the same time, which Brian Fuller's plan for the fourth season was to introduce the character of Clarice. So I'm so I'm watching yeah. the show, and the best thing about the show is that they use snippets of Goodbye Horses as uh, during flashback sequences. I'm like, okay, I like that. But other than that, it's not horrible. But when you compare it to Hannibal, it's just not good. It's yeah. missing something. It is missing something. Have you watched it, David? Yeah, I've watched pieces of it. It's just it hasn't really. When I first Hooked watched you the yet. first episode, it didn't hook me right away. And I basically was like, going, eh, I'm not sure I like this because I loved Hannibal. Dude, Hannibal Matt, is so Matt good. Mickelson as Hannibal yeah. was epic. And when this got announced, I was kind of hesitant because that means that basically they're going to recast Hannibal. They have to. Mm-hmm. Eventually, right? Yeah. So far, I'm three episodes in, I want to say. Because it doesn't suck. It's a decent TV show. It's actually fairly well done. It's a bit of a procedural in format. Yeah. But I can't help but compare it to Hannibal. To Hannibal. And every time I do that, I'm just like, yeah, why am I watching this? I can go watch the reruns of Hannibal <laughs> and, and be thrown back into the memory of a fantastic show again. Which is which is sad because the actress they got to play Clarice isn't bad. Yeah. She does a really good job. I mean, like, she really does remind me of Jodie Foster in the in in, in as the character. So they're really make they're really doing really well making sure the beats of Silence of the Lambs are still met in Clarice. Yeah. But in the back of my head, it's just like what we said, it's missing something. And that that thing it's missing is like Hannibal. Yeah, yeah, it is. So this goodbye horses, Thomas. Mm-hmm. I don't know lyrics. Like I'm one of those people that always fuck up lyrics. Just make up your and own. And I hum things, and I think they're saying that. Like I want to say at some point in the song, he says, "My life's on the ground." In that song, and I thought he said, "My life's all around" for years. <laughs> <laughs> and iTunes has a, a setting where you can switch it to karaoke mode so you can see the lyrics. And I've been doing that through winter break because I have music night. You know, kind of like the 40-year-old virgin had those nights all alone where he did like the, the trumpet. <laughs> That's you. I do that, but I do karaoke <laughs> night by myself. Okay. So I've discovered a new routine. And uh, I realized that I don't know any music, like nothing. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know this song. This is a good one. And I'm reading the <laughs> lyrics as if it's brand new. I'm like, I've never known this is what he said. The song makes so much more sense now. As opposed to your weird ad-libbed version. 
Yeah. Do you do that with any songs? Do you find yourself thinking you know a tune and then you say it and you realize at some point that it's been wrong the entire time? Uh, that has happened, but I'm not much of a sing-along type person. Oh, you're so boring. So it never really bothered me. You don't sing along with songs? Like, they'll, in my head, I guess, but I'm oh, not okay. somebody who will sing in the shower. I'm rarely someone who will ever sing to a song. That's just never been okay. me. Yeah. And all, like, I'm listening in my head. I just like to enjoy the sound more, enjoy the music rather than Which would make sense. insert myself as part of it. I'm not as good as the musician who created it. Therefore, I'm here to listen to them. You know, it's one of the same reasons I don't really like covers so much. I, if I like a song, I like the original or whatever version I heard first. So what about this one here? You, you probably don't remember this song. No. But this song came up on my playlist the other day. And I realized that I have no idea. I've been listening to this song my entire life. This was big when I was a kid. It was, I believe it's an 80s song. David, you might know it. Yeah. The lyrics, I have no idea what he's saying. See, that's the other thing is I'll look it up if I'm that bothered well, by it. Well, hold on. I want to see if you can figure out what he says. Okay. Okay. Okay, do you know what he said? Well, I know this song, but I don't know what the fuck he said. Do you know what he said at the very beginning? No. Oh, hold on. Let's play it again. Because this song made me feel better about myself. Because I'm like, I I started going through all these classic tunes when I realized I don't know lyrics. Okay. So I picked this one up after I heard it at the gym. I'm like, all right, I'm going to try this one on my lonely karaoke night. And I'm like, <laughs> how could I know what he's saying? And I'm going to ask Thomas on the air when we get back if he knows. You have any idea? <laughs> I go blam at one point, I think. All right, here's, here's the first lyric. You have any idea? <laughs> no. Dude, hold on. on. One more time. Who are you asking? One more right time. Listen, listen, I didn't know either. I just want to make myself feel better as well. Yeah, thank you for that. Here, one more Dick. time. See if you know what he says. Any idea? No. David? I actually know the lyrics. So it's, in, he says, informer. You know, say daddy, me, snow, me, uh, gonna blame you. Okay, hold on. I would never, if a million dollars, Thomas, who knows what it means? Say it again. You informer, which is the only word I know. Inform <laughs> he said, her in, informer, informer, like an informant. Yeah. Informer. And then he says, you know, say daddy, me, snow, me, uh, gonna blame you. That's that's I Jar it, Jar Binks, dude. That's I think it might is. be a version of. Um, I think it might be Jamaican. I might be. It okay, might be well, Jamaican slang. But regardless, all right, that would at least make. But sense. I'm looking at the lyrics, the actual lyrics. Yeah. That come from his record label. His okay, and 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 that's what they're trying to tell me. He's saying, and I don't hear it at all. Mm -hmm. Let's try again. In 
I kind of hear I, it I, now. I got nothing, dude. <laughs> but Thomas, if a million dollars was on the line, yeah. If they said for a million dollars, Michael, a million dollars, translate this for us. I would scream con and die. <laughs> yeah, dude. Holy shit. That's that I can't even try to translate half of them. Like there's just like a noise. That would be my translation. No loud noise. <laughs> loud noises. End of song. Yeah, I don't know Word what blam. I, I have to blame my brother for this because my brother was I, I got me into like hip hop during that time yeah. and everything. So that's why I was like cracking up. Like, but oh David, man, I do know what this means. But the only way you probably know it though is because you probably at some point in your childhood looked up the words. There's no way you actually heard this. There's not a person on the planet that's like, oh yeah, I totally got exactly what he oh, said. No, 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 yeah, yeah. This is not a karaoke banger. Like, no one is at karaoke <laughs> night saying, oh uh, no, dude, Snow Informer. No, I've seen it. I've what? seen it. Yeah. I've been on many karaoke nights, man. And are they yeah. actually are they, saying the they're words? Not saying they're not the saying words. the words. Yeah, exactly. Making noises. A licky boo boom down. <laughs> I mean, I could guess. I have. Listen, I'm pretty good with like slang. I have no idea what that even means. A licky boom boom down. It sounds sexual. It does. It's not. What does it mean, Dave? Do you know? Lickety boom boom down means basically I'm going to knock you out. Real threatening way to say that. If someone was going to fight you and they said, I licky boom boom down, you'd be like, what the? I'm not going to make out with you. We're going to fight. Wait, what are you, gay, bro? You're going to lick me boom boom down? You'd have a total, like, all right, wait, look, we're shifting the entire confrontation. Or someone's going to say, you're going to go down? I thought it was that, dude. That's what I thought it was. Detective man. I don't even know what that means. Detective? Detective? Is that a word? It's not a word. Detective? Man, he say, say, daddy, me, snow, me, stab someone down the lane. <laughs> That's not words. That's Jar Jar Binks, and he's high on crystal meth. Like, detective, man, he say, daddy, you stole me. Stab me, someone down the lane. Me, the guy, Jar Jar Binks. I think he boop him down. I lost, oh, I lost the voice. No, dude, Al, we need that for our show. Oh we, need, we need Informer for, for Jar Jar. We need Hip Hop Jar Jar. Hip Hop Jar Jar. Informer. Okay, what do you say? I'm, I'm still laughing at you. I'll give you a hundred dollars if you can tell me what he says, Thomas. Say it again. Here we go. Now they blow down me door. You got two words right. I got two words. Blow down me door. That's not correct. That, that's right. Okay. How many words is that? Four. Okay. We got four words. I'm not very good with math. Remember, nothing's well. changed in 2021 <laughs> and the ways of mathematics. 
police it's too fast. I lost it. Hold on. Police of <laughs> uh, them, uh, they come and they blow down me door. Did you hear that at all? No. I understand that, that part. part. That's the yeah. only part I understand. Understood so far. So they put me in the back of the car at the station. It's not even proper English. No, it's half words. Okay, I know these these parts. These parts were easier to yeah. translate. Okay, that part, do you know what he said? No. <laughs> Where they whip down me pants, look up me bottom. That is, that is uh, homoerotic. He's talking about police, though, checking yeah. them, right? Yeah, yeah. Even after hearing the lyrics and knowing what they say now, I still don't know. I still don't hear it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am that white, but I mean, come on. Thomas, we know that I'm not that white. Correct. And I can't decipher what he's saying. Got and nothing. I've been listening to this song my entire life. <laughs> yeah. That's that, fucking nuts. That just shows how ghetto I must be. Then. <laughs> I mean, I make up my own words to songs. I do. I do have the habit of doing that, but I don't know. I'm making up the words. I f- I'm saying things that sound like the words noises. Yeah. I make. Yeah. It's not rhyming necessarily. It's like I'm the what is a homonym. Is that what it is? Homonym. Yeah. yeah I'm the homonym singer. That's what I am. It's homonym, right? Am I saying I that right? So. Yeah, that word confuses me sometimes. I figured it's either when two words sound the same, or a member of the zoological tribe of homini. It's either it's which one is it? I'm not sure. Yeah. So 2020, Thomas, has been a crazy year. Was. This is going to be learn to speak English with Michael. Speak and spell with Mike. Uh, past tense. 2020 was a crazy year filled uh, with a lot of just insane things that I don't think yeah. anyone could have prophesized, thought would happen. No one expected for there to be a pandemic. Then right at the start of 2021, when we had figured, hey, that's behind us, rear view mirror, there was the Capitol riots, and we saw numerous you know, insurrectionists, as many are calling them now, storm the Capitol. And it makes you wonder, we're what, f- March? March officially now, yeah. I mean, what else is going to happen in 2021? I don't know, man. It's It's... It's gotten to the point on this shitty bingo game that nobody wants to keep playing anymore. No one wants bingo either. Like no one's calling it. Yeah. <laughs> even if they want, even if they have it. <laughs> but as a result, we keep playing and we keep pulling bullshit out and we keep going around the room. And yeah, dude, it's been crazy. It's I said this on the pre-show that everyone kind of expected with 2020 to end things to suddenly stop which is a little way, ridiculous is, is childish, because it's, it's nothing it's literally just a day like oh it's 2020 oh tomorrow's 2021 it, right it, it, it's a concept it, it's a it's a construct 
I mean, that's what it is. It's it's made up. It's not real. So it's, it's calendar years. Yeah. What's that? Essentially, yes and no. But basically, it's, it's, not, it's real. not like it just ends something. It's like, well, the universe has ran out of time. It doesn't work. The revolution around the sun, but that. Okay, now you're getting like. That's like literally the only difference is that we moved back to where we were. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about scientific fact. Yes. Yeah. Scientifically speaking, yes, a lot changes from, from day to day. From a social Thomas. construct, no. Like. Yes. Obviously. It's the reason why I plant radishes in the fucking spring and not in the winter, Thomas. Thank you. You're perennials. <laughs> but yeah, people just assumed things would go back to normal, and that's not the case. And like you said, how much crazy shit has already happened, and it's just continuing on. Yeah. And a couple years back, just like I mentioned at the top of the show, we had opened a demonic portal at the start of the year. And many of our listeners have has accused us, accused us of starting this entire thing. They, I, I, you know, I can see it. It's that damn demonic portal. You didn't close it. That's true. All the way. We did close it at the end of, what was it, 2018 is when we closed it. I think it. so. Yeah, we did all our work. We um, called on the powers of Hellboy and... We closed that portal. But. But obviously we, we might have left it open. So we don't want to do those types of things anymore. We don't want to add to the the crises that's the going on. The misery. Yeah. So instead, what we're going to do at the start of the year is we're going to call on a prophet. Okay. That will hopefully help us prepare for events. So we're going the other direction now. Yes. Help us prepare. Because if we know what's ahead. Then we'll be prepared. So if we call on a prophet, we will know what's coming, according to him, in 2021. Well, where will we find such a powerful entity? Well, during winter break, I met an individual known as Zoltan Mike. Zoltan (laughs) Zoltan Mike. Yes. Let me uh, back at him. Hold on. Okay. He doesn't have a cell phone. Took up the flute over the winter break as well. Look at all the crystals. Very good. I know. This is Zoltan Mike. (laughs) Thank you for helping us, Zoltan Mike. Yes, I am being summoned through Michael, your host. We've come to you seeking answers for the future, seeking guidance in these tumultuous times. What can you share with the people? I don't know a lot. Fuck. Let me change my echo. You got bad reception out there. Hello. Hello. These crystals aren't working. We should have gone to the cheap end. Hello. This is Zoltan Mike. And I am coming from the netherworlds. I died long ago. But my spirit flows through anyone who wishes to use my powers of wisdom and foresight. For I see the future. And what can you tell us? It's not quite clear. I see images, words... And then I have to decipher and translate. Not like Michael with karaoke. <laughs> can, can you a little more accurate. Can you skip to the part where you've already deciphered it for us? Yes, yes. <laughs> I predict 
that the Democrats will try to impeach former President Trump a minimum of two more times in 2021. I predict that radical Islam will no longer wage a violent holy war, but will now turn to peaceful protests as they have seen how effective they are here in the United States. I also predict that Gina Carano will still be a terrible actor. <laughs> Elon Musk will start a new society on Mars with just hot supermodels. Okay. That's a bit of a positive. And Michael Flores will still be celibate. Well, that's a downer for him, but it doesn't really affect us. <laughs> and by the end of the year, Governor Cuomo will be sharing a cell with Bill Cosby. Oh, Jesus. But listen, I just, it's not my own opinion. This is just... What you saw. I see it in the ether. It comes to me. Without access to his Twitter account, Trump will now be forced to start a blog. <laughs> where he'll be required to discover the intricacies of proper grammar and punctuation. No longer relying on the excuse of 140 characters or less. <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner will identify as a decent human being. Oh, shit. Wow. Nancy Pelosi will find denture adhesive that actually works. <laughs> Maytag will announce their first ever gender-neutral refrigerator line. <laughs> okay. And that's all I offer at this time. But please, hopefully you take what I have shared and do something with it. I don't know if we can, but... I appreciate the sentiment. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for believing. So will Mike like wake up out of his coma and I, remember I don't that? Know. Hello? I was kind of very oh, strange. Hey. Oh, hey. What do you remember? Everything. Oh. I could see all the horror through his eyes. Kind of like a demon like, possession. I was silent. I was writing shotgun. Silently screaming the whole time? Yeah. That's terrifying. It was like, get up. Get up or get thinking, out. Like, Jesus. The, the fat man's version. It's the ghetto spoof. It's the ghetto spoof. Made by the, the Wayan brothers. It's a fat man who's stuck in like. You heard a, a scream and scary man. movie, right? Well, there's get out and get, get up. up. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So, Thomas, a lot of people are enjoying working from home. Oh, yeah, dude. During COVID-19. Are you one of those people? Are you enjoying working? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I am the, it's a couple of things for me. One, and I'd probably say practically the biggest thing is the commute. Arizona, where we live is very much a commuter city. If you, you live anywhere between 20 minutes to an hour more away from where you work often, so that's two hours a day, just about that. You get back right away. The, Ability to not have to put on pants to start your work day yeah. is invaluable. Yeah. Do you really not wear pants? Depends on the work day. Really? So you'll just wear like what? Boxers, uh, briefs, or are you going to put on, when you say without pants, are you still wearing like sweatpants or I will PJs, if you will? I dressed because I'm going to be on camera and have to present or have a meeting of some sorts. And there are days where I'm just in my robe with coffee. And that's, really? that's all I'm doing. You don't day. feel... Do you feel productive when you wear a robe? Do you feel kind of like, hey, I'm not really working? I feel productive. My 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 work as a whole is very odd because it shifts between there's no time for a break. Yeah. And we don't have anything this week. <laughs> so oh, yeah. It, it has highs and lows. So that depends on what I'm wearing that week. 
<laughs> but no, it, it doesn't. So you, you don't want to go back then? No, because the other thing is too, I can't stand most people in general. So when I have to be in meetings where I hear dumb people say dumb things, mm-hmm. in real life, I ha- or with the camera on even, I have to control my face. Yeah. And not roll my eyes and not sigh and not say, you got to be fucking kidding. And and all this proper social etiquette, which what is admit, that going from a work from home setup, it does erode a bit of that corporate placating niceties. Yeah. And more of the I'm on mute, this fucking guy kind of thing. Well, let's <laughs> hope you're muted. I always check. And I have separate mute functions on my headset. And then you flip out. You mute and then flip out. Just don't double mute because I've done that before. I double tapped. I'm like, this fucking guy. What did you say? Uh, Nothing. (laughs) My dog just bit me. Yeah, exactly. So that has had some detrimental effects, perhaps, in my abilities to put on a bullshit face. Yeah. My poker game has suffered. But otherwise, yeah, I I enjoy it. I like the idea of being able to go to the office if I so choose or every now and then. But I also like the idea that if I'm going to be, for example, if I woke up late and I'd be late for work rather than stress the whole time to get there late. Yeah. Just I can go to the office and I'm in my office and I'm right there. So I think it has a lot of advantages and I think a lot of businesses are going to see those advantages. Yeah, I believe there are advantages. Absolutely. I I was reading an article that upper tier jobs have benefited people, basically jobs like yours, educated. It's a corporate environment. Yes. Yeah. Th- yeah. Those individuals have benefited for the most part. And the jobs, the workplace has benefited for a lot of reasons. But then you have the bottom tier. And uh, I mean, I'm not. Please don't get offended when I say bottom tier. But, you know, the the uneducated jobs that you can get while you're going to school or a second job, they have suffered a lot, like telemarketing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And customer service, IT support. All those people are working from home, and they don't have supervision. Yeah. And for me, you know, I already have problems with IT. Like, I <laughs> I, I have a, a hate, not a love-hate. I have a hate-hate relationship with all forms of IT because I'm in that weird position and you, I think as well, Thomas, that we kind of, we know a lot about technology. We know, we know enough. I know enough to that know, we know that you're more about where you're going. With we this. know exa- exactly. <laughs> we know more than the person that we have to call. Yeah. And it's so frustrating. For me, dealing with IT, it, it sucks because there's a level of professionalism that has dropped due to there not being any immediate supervision. Mm-hmm. So when you call the customer lines, you know, internet support, bankers, they take your call in the laziest of ways. You can almost hear that they're laying down or that you bothered them because they were probably <laughs> watching, you know, daytime television yeah. and your call was patched through and now they have to pretend they're working. Because I have told you guys during during these shows, I'm like, don't slouch sometimes when we first started. I haven't said this in years. I'm like, sit up, make sure you're you you look the part of doing a show because you can actually hear how someone's sitting. Absolutely. And it prevents you from projecting, it prevents you from exerting enthusiasm through the mic. So the I know what to hear and what or what to listen for. And I can tell that the person that answered the phone right now was fucking laying down. <laughs> they didn't even bother to get up. 
You think they were in bed and then you woke them up? Possibly. You can tell that they're slouched. And as I said, possibly even laying down. I don't have any verifiable facts, Mm -hmm. only assumptions. But one lady took my call and I think she was sleeping because when she answered, she groaned. Not like she, like I was bothering her. It was like, oh, like getting up sound. Yeah, waking up noises. And I heard like a, a bag of chips fall in the background, like crumbling <laughs> as she got up. Like, so the image I got was she Hung was over. laying on the couch and there was like a bag of chips on her chest. That's what it sounded like. Well, and it was I, also I, a dead giveaway when they answered the phone saying, the fuck do you want? Well, it's funny you say that because there was this person. No, who didn't say that, but I, I believe she was black dispatch. <laughs> I think I willed her into existence by doing an impression on this show, like some kind of fucked up Tulpa, because it was probably her because she was annoyed sounding. She had my affect. Oh, uh, she's like, what can I help you with? And I almost hung up. <laughs> I'm scared. It's alive. Break call. Break call. <laughs> she was like, what can I help you with? You, you, you know how more. some people can talk with words, but they're not really saying that. They're probably saying, what the fuck you want? Yeah. That's what it sounded like. What can I help you with? And, and they were froze. There, there were silence. I froze. I was scared because, A, I thought I was talking to myself. <laughs> You've truly snapped at that point. I, I was I was scared to death. I'm like, oh, is that black dispatch? Is that you? <laughs> <laughs> So I got quiet, and then she's like, are you there? I'm like, yes, I'm here, ma'am. <laughs> but you can hear all types of sounds you normally wouldn't hear in a controlled, I guess you could say a controlled office environment. Oh, yeah. All types of different things. Do so you have that? Are you doing oh. that on, on, the, on your Zoom calls and anytime you're answering phones for work? Are you fumbling through things that you normally wouldn't? I try not to do any of that stuff. I usually am just working in my office. We got a dog over the winter break, so I've had times where I've taken the call outside and take him to the bathroom. But there are many people who have not. Randy had the stereotypical thought that he was muted. Yeah, no, I'm just in the in this fucking meeting wasting my time. And they're all like, Bob, you're not <laughs> muted, Bob. Oh, man. <laughs> she had somebody with that. I had, I shit you not. A week ago, there was this big meeting with all the higher ups and they're telling everybody about like how good the business has been doing or, or the updates and all this shit. And most people, they tell us to be respectful, dress the appropriate stuff. If you're on camera, you know, don't have your children in the background, which has been I've heard that all <laughs> that happens through, all, through the all the time. But I can hear in the background because this guy forgets that his camera is on. He's the high-level financial dude. He's out in the woods. There's a crow that like just goes yes! across yeah. the back. He's on a fucking golf course. I'm yeah. like, you piece of shit. That's exactly the stuff I hear on these calls. I'm like, dude, everyone else is like busting their ass and dressed appropriately. You're in like sweats at the golf course, which is supposed to be under quarantine and shit, and making all the money. Like It was like a, a textbook super rich oblivious is to the world around them moment 
So it has negative effects. Like I'm not, I'm waiting for the beach call. You ask me what I'm doing. Mike, what are you doing? We got you on the conference call here. CEO CEO Mike. Just getting ready for this meeting. You know, I've been working all day. Um yeah, yeah, put a little bit more uh, lotion on the back. What was that? Uh, I, yeah, just type it away, guys. I just want to make sure. Got there, Mike. Where you? Uh... Uh, I had the TV on loud. TV? Sorry. I can't turn it down. I lost the remote. Uh-huh. I can't turn it down. So hopefully you guys can deal with that. I was watching the news, and it's a commercial. But... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd have some more, some more champagne. You, is yeah. there another person on the call there? <laughs> oh no, no, no. I mean, did you guys um, see that article the other day about the champagne that could apply to our job that we're doing? What, what is this company again? What do we work? <laughs> what, what do we, <laughs> this is Uber, Mike. We're supposed to be driving, not drinking. Oh yeah, um, we were celebrating a couple goals we hit. Was that a seagull? No, I don't know what you're talking about. That's definitely a seagull. <laughs> Like, it was one of those kind of moments. It's funny you say that because that's exactly the type of things I've heard when I call IT. It's not to that <laughs> elaborate. Like, you're, you're talking about CEOs who, like are, who, are, who are living the big life. Yes. It you was, know? I was laughing because it was so comedically, like, sad. That's how I react to things. If something that's truly, like, shameful or bad or- happened... Exactly. I just fucking laughed because I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me, dude. You didn't realize, like, you knew for a month that we were having this meeting. Yeah. I See, for me, I just heard a bunch of unprofessional work environments. Typically, mm-hmm. you're not going to hear a lot of paper crumble. You're not going to hear, you know, a soda open up in mid, mid-question. mid I heard with the Black Dispatch, I heard, you know, I'm like, so I'm having problems with my internet connection. <laughs> dude. I shit you Wait, not. Hold, hold, did you just open a soda? <laughs> dude, we had a dude. <laughs> it was for an interview. And I think people aren't realizing how, like, you can see and hear each other. He's interviewing for a job. It's like opening, me with a mask. And he left the camera, came back with a cliff bar, opened it, and started eating. <laughs> and started eating. <laughs> I'm like, dude, are you fucking kidding me right now? If this continues with these, and that's these, I, these uh, you know, work from home yeah. jobs, they're gonna have to start forming like etiquette classes, like how yeah. you, how you act while working at home, because there are some people that are completely out of hand. Yeah, completely out of hand. I called uh, my internet support a third time during winter break, and no joke, there's a baby crying in the background. Oh, that uh, I've, that I've one heard of I that. Have some lenient, yeah. No, I know you get a babysitter because if you were at the motherfucking you job, can't, you can't be within six feet of the child. <laughs> I don't know. That one I have it, a little bit of leniency for, but the, I think you're right. There's going to have to be some sort of etiquette or we're gonna have to change a lot of business practices because this is this is the reason why people and businesses didn't want to do it before people will ruin it for the rest of us yeah dipshit with a cliff bar people who say yeah i'm in this fucking meeting off mute you know people don't actually work falling off their chest chips (laughs) laying down cracking a soda you know looking for you know their basic office utensils while i'm asking him questions stumbling and i hear like just random deck desk maneuvers yeah or it's like no i'm I'm here i was listening i'm taking notes and they're clearly in the kitchen making a sandwich yeah (laughs) like that will hear a microwave go off that will ruin it for everybody else we have a real chance to change the idea of having to be in the office 
eight to five Monday through Friday. Imagine which Thomas, hasn't changed since Henry fucking Ford a hundred years ago. Imagine you're we're doing a show, mm-hmm. and all I'm doing is like th- this is normal. Go ahead, keep talking. We have a real chance of changing. That. <laughs> <laughs> a real chance of changing shit. But if we have shitheads like this, fucking ruin it for the rest of us. Then businesses are going to mandate COVID or not. You got to come back into the fucking office. This is you what guys Black Dispatch trusted. was doing to me. Making a sandwich. Like every, there wasn't even a break. It was it's constant. It was just constant moving. I'm like, what, what was that? <laughs> and I was afraid to say anything because it was Black Dispatch. And she'd haunt you. And she would fucking come after me. Yeah. She knows where you live. I mean, she had an air of just like, I don't, don't fuck with me attitude. And I was like, okay, I'm not. Make all the noises you want. <laughs> Arranging your fucking house? <laughs> Don't worry. These chaps will be right back. It's not like they got anywhere else to be. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, RAINMAN, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, Mm. and even blow you away. Plus, free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. Go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code RAINMAN. Again, that's RAINMAN. Because without it, no free stuff. That's RAINMAN at adamandeve.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Rain Man Show. Be sure you check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Digital and pledge. When you pledge $12 a month, you will gain access to a lot of additional content, including about 50-plus additional shows with an on-demand of the Rain Man Show, plus ongoing shows that we do every single month. When you pledge to our Patreon page It's really the only way we can stay on the air And do these shows Is if people go to Patreon.com Slash Rainman Digital and pledge Also, if you don't want to spend 12 You can always spend 3 And get that behind the scenes tier Which gives you access to random things That we do in the studio As well as the Rainman pre-show That's hosted by Thomas Cowley Hello Thomas Hello You're interested in all of that guys any bit you can do always helps. So check it out. Patreon.com slash Rainman Digital. Yeah. Are you still moving furniture? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine, like, if I had to do that. Like, that was happening. Like, there's certain things you just can't get away doing that. But yeah. it, it just irks me. Because, like, listen, you don't hear my son. Well, sometimes you do. He's yelling in the background for when he's playing video games. When we're doing shows, I don't you know. I've actually heard him. I do. The other night when we were doing Supernatural, the Crossroads, oh, I ha- remember I laughed during the show. Yeah, it's because I heard him screaming at some person so he's playing with. Well, he's in that phase now that you had always told me about. Mm-hmm. You know where people like yell at each other online, yeah. and that's what he does. And I used and it's to normal, <laughs> and I didn't let him play online games before, like with people. But because of coronavirus, he can't see his friends. Right, he's not going to school. So I'm like, yeah, go yeah. ahead. 
Like, have some fun with these weirdos. As long as they're your age and they're not, like, grown-ass men dropping the N-bomb, <laughs> you know, or saying the three-letter F word. I mean, calm down all now. over the place, man. He's lucky, or you're lucky, I should say, because now those games have a lot more troll. Yeah. Where you can, now they have party systems where you yeah. can just talk to your friends amongst yourselves and no one else can hear you. Back in my day, when it first started, it was literally anybody in the group, your teammates or the enemy could hear you at all times if your characters were alive. And if you died or depending on the game, depending on how close you were to each other, there were things like proximity voice. Yeah. Or when the game was over, everybody could hear everybody. So the losers and the winning team would get into fucking hate speech matches. And I'm not talking like bad, you know, we're bad sports. I'm talking like things they'll do to your mother, expletive this, N-word that, you know, real threats. I had friends during my club days that would play video games right before going to clubs. And I wasn't really into video games at that time, but I would meet them at their home and they were, they were finishing up a round. Yeah. And they were yelling and screaming and saying horrible things. I'm like, who are you talking to? Some asshole. Violate the Geneva convention kind of things. (laughs) Like I've never, if you really want to see the true face of humanity, like Xbox live pre voice, pre party chat, the d- deep, deep comments on YouTube and shit. Give people a mask and they'll show you their true face. That was true. And everyone's fucked up. So that really shaped me as a person, which explains my issues. <laughs> so I'm saying your kid's, your kid's safe. I like how that shaped you. Yeah. Like you attribute that to shaping you. The person I am today is because of my. I uh, heard someone tell me the horrible things they do to my mom. No. He was forged it, in it, the fire. Why mate. would you say he such a thing? He was forged in the fire. Well, it was, was this an adult that said this to you? Anywhere between my age, younger, adult, Jeez. all walks of life. Jeez. And that's kind and of either, wrong. You either broke down and stopped playing the game, <laughs> didn't go online, cried, that kind of thing. Or you found the even more fucked up thing to say about their mother mother. and their dad while their brother watched. Like, it got horrible, guys. (laughs) I can start. That's starting to sound like a good time. (laughs) Just keep adding scenarios. on your family. And your hot sister. (laughs) I banged your mom while she was going down your hot sister. Like, it got dark. And I I cuckold your dad. (laughs) Yeah. So. He's fine. You're kidding. <laughs> David, let's get into news. We got to move on. You ready, Dave? Ready. All right, here we go. We may only have time for a couple articles because we are running out of time here. That's fine. We got, right. a bit, we got a bit of a doozy starting up. All right, take us away. All right. So our first article today, Ghostbuster arrested for conducting exorcism with penis. Oh, wow. <laughs> a self-proclaimed Ghostbuster was arrested in Guangzhou, <laughs> Guangdong province, after he char- after he charged a young woman twenty thousand yuan to exercise the ghosts in her vagina Wait, with his penis. What's yuan? Is that the? That's the uh, currency for China. Oh, okay. I thought it was yen. Or is that Jap- no, no, that's that's Japan. Ja- that's Japan. Jeez, Japan right. He's such a white man. I'm so white. <laughs> so what is that? Comes out to what in American? Uh, yes, I said American. It says here that it comes out as $3,279. With <laughs> a come over, out of American over, dollars. Over 3000 U.S. dollars. Yes. To, to bang her. 
No, no, no. He was exercising the ghost from her vagina. Oh, right. This sounds like, look how David's like pro him. He's on, <laughs> no, 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 David. No, it no, wasn't no, no, sword fighting. They were, they just couldn't cross the streams. <laughs> he needed the proper, proper uh, tool. You should always oh. charge someone for a services rendered. Exactly. <laughs> but police arrested Wang Jianjun on August 1st after the woman, Azen, called police one day after having sex with Wong, reported the Southern Metropolis Daily. A Zin, a spice shop employee, consulted Wong after hearing he could advise her how to attract her boss, whom she had a crush on. The two agreed to meet at a hotel room where Wong asked her to strip naked and lay on the bed for an examination. Wong then convinced A Zin to have intercourse after explaining the ghosts in her vagina are preventing her boss from falling in love with her. Ghosts he could only catch with his penis. Wong explained that he had sacrificed his virginity for the exorcism. Okay, obviously... Wait, wait, hold on. Hold on, David. He said he's going to he sacrifice. He told her he sacrificed his virginity he for her. He found a way to get laid as a virgin. For the exorcism. Wong later told authorities he had long lost the ability to have an erection due to diabetes. Okay, hold on a second. First There's off, so many fucking first off, this girl is really dumb. Number one, she's just, okay. she's a dodo. Hold on. Number though. two, you want to know how to attract your boss? Pull out a titty. <laughs> Pull out a titty and bend down in front of him. All those That's things how you, you did attract with your boss. The Ghostbuster, do with your boss. See, see how you're making that pussy work right now and made a diabetic hard. That's what you do. <laughs> Go on. I just solved the case. If you strip naked and lay on the bed, that will get his attention. <laughs> Ghostbuster Mike, we got another case. A young woman, she's got vaginal ghosts. We got to go take care of this. Well, first, first things first, we got to make sure our uh, ghost catchers are uh, ectoplasm free. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to have to go ahead and uh, find the first chick and just uh, shoot all that ectoplasm all over her face. And uh, it's okay because it also will protect her from any possessions. Once she has the ectoplasm completely all over her face, preferably she should be wearing glasses because that's always hot. I mean, not hot. That's just how it works. It's a safety regulation. It's OSHA compliant. OSHA compliant. They get just, just I mean, ectoplasm all over the glasses and her face. It's a holy solution, Mike. Yes. It's a holy solution. Well, as the gatekeeper, she needs a key master. Yes. So... <laughs> I I agree that is so fucking dumb but at the same time that makes me so concerned with the world <laughs> because I'm like okay is this person really that dumb or does mo- do most people in the world not are, are just not intelligent educated yes Thomas, aware. because we we that's we, fucking terrible and we can even say oh this poor woman must be from a chinese proverb you know or is it a proverb province no, she's well she's <laughs> also from a scripture that's a holy scripture <laughs> you know she could she's probably from a providence and like some village yeah you know but then we also think 
for a second, or we if, if we actually use our our our, our I, I got thrown <laughs> off by proverb <laughs> and providence. What was I saying? What was were like, you is saying? Really that dumb, or okay. is the world as a whole that dumb? You know, I was talking in about people that are dumb, and then I also came off as dumb, and it just kind of took out all of my steam. I was just like, yeah, I it lost did. it. It did. You, know? <laughs> you got you know what you have? Dick ghosts. I know. I need ectoplasm all <laughs> over my face. Preferably, I should be wearing glasses at the same time, and because that's hotter. There might be a deep possession in you, Mike. You might have to work it out. Wow. (laughs) All right. What else does it say? Uh, That's actually it. The last part is that Wong later told authorities he had long lost the ability to have an erection due to diabetes. So she has a magical ghost filled vagina. Pretty much. I can't believe believe he fooled her. That's so That's, that's so sad. She had to be. What's the IQ level? There's names for IQs, like different IQ numbers. She's got to be like that. Below dull, 100. Dull, because there's different names for different scores, and she's got to be dull. Maybe not mentally challenged, but she's got to be dull <laughs> to fall for that. Go ahead. David, right. what else do we have in the news? Okay, going on to... FBI director says domestic terrorism cases have soared to 2,000 in recent months. To 2,000? FBI director Christopher Wray on Tuesday defended the Bureau's handling of an alarming intelligence lead leading up to January 6th mob attack on the U.S. Capitol, saying he had long warned about the rising tide of such threats as the domestic terrorism caseload roughly doubled over the past year. We have significantly grown the number of investigations and arrests, Ray told the Senate Judiciary Committee. His first testimony since the riot involving supporters of President Donald Trump. The FBI director testified in September that the number of such cases was about 1,000. By the end of 2020, there were about 1,400 such cases. And after January 6th, the figure ballooned again. I mean, this shouldn't be surprising because when you have a nation filled with people who feel like they're not being heard, it's no different than I do not want to compare this. So maybe I shouldn't, Um, but it's a good analogy. It's not a comparison, a fair comparison. It's no different than when disenfranchised individuals in the 60s decided to rise up. You have a group of people who are being fed misinformation or disinformation And they believe something to their core. And it incites violence and anger because no one wants to feel like they're being lied to. We all want to feel like we have a voice. So it's not hard to figure out why this is happening. We're in the midst of, and I'm not justifying for these people, storming the Capitol, which is treason. Uh, It's kind of within their constitutional rights at the same time it's a very weird area that would be this country's fucked because of our constitution i believe in our constitution but i didn't really want to get into this but now i got to explain things so how i view things the storming of the capitol it's a sticky situation because yes it's treason and yes it's it's a form of insurrection but what did i say a few months ago if you choose violence that is your right but there will be consequences for your actions. The Constitution stipulates that we're allowed to form militias, okay, for a reason. We're allowed to have weapons. We're allowed to stockpile weapons. Why? For the reason. For the very reason why these people felt like they needed to storm the Capitol. Yeah. 
Well, the now thing- personally, my own personal ideology, I don't agree with what they did. I don't. They should all be tried. But within our very constitution, it says you're allowed to do these things. These people felt like they were being taken advantage of, that they were being lied to, that something was happening, something was amiss. The Constitution technically allows for this type of behavior. That's why our Constitution is a little messy at times. Yes, it is. Yeah. Because the, why do you think we're allowed to form militias, to just sit there and look cool with guns? No. The reason why it's supposed to protect us from overreaching government for the very reason why those people stormed is the reason why it says that we're allowed to do that in the Constitution. Yeah. yeah. So that's why it's bizarre. It's weird. We're in a weird situation because we look at these people as insurrectionists, and absolutely they are. But at the same time, were they kind of following their their rights? They, they were. But here's the other thing, dude. The thing that fascinates me is the lens with which we look at this stuff. You can look at it as they were domestic terrorists, and anybody who is on a more left-leaning side is very much against them. And they did do something wrong, but to your point, the Constitution is built around the ability to do those very things if you as an individual are feeling wrong. And guess what? But here's There's the going to be consequences if you fail. There absolutely are, but the counter-argument I would say is for years, I saw some of the most hateful, if you liked the president, would have been considered terrorist statements from the far left. If he had won and the far left stormed the Capitol, the media would be saying a revolution in the streets. Yeah. But because he lost and this certain viewpoint, we say terrorists in the street. And that is not saying one side is right or wrong. That is saying we should all be very aware that the same exact story can be played different ways depending on the winner. Yes. How we look at history determines whether they were revolutionaries or terrorists. And, and listen, I if this if the ID if these individuals' ideology were a little different, I would probably condone what they did. Mm-hmm. But I mean, these are QAnon people, yeah. a lot of them, and they have the most bizarre oh, yeah. beliefs. And that's the problem. I cannot subscribe to their ideology. It's fucked. If you read their manifestos and the things they believe in, it is from another world. It is no <laughs> different than reading um, the Scientologist beliefs, uh, yeah. specifically L. Ron Hubbard's original writings. It is crazy the things they believe in. And a lot of those people are the ones who stormed the Capitol. And I just don't agree with their reasons. So I feel like what they did personally, in my own opinion, is was wrong. But mm-hmm. at the same time, this is why we need more objective, um, a more objective judicial system. Because at the same time, mm, didn't they do what is written? Like it, that's allowed technically, and that's why Trump is being is going is being. Um, that's why he was impeached a second time. That is why people are going after him now because they feel like yeah, these people may have had just reason because. He was feeding into the idea that the election was stolen. Listen, no one can say it was stolen and no one can say it wasn't because no one knows. No one has empirical evidence stating either or. We are in such a bizarre place right now. Dude, it's and Obama has done the exact same thing. He has uh, he has had rousing speeches 
about Black Lives Matter just a few years back that then caused someone to go out and shoot cops. Do we hold him accountable for the actions of a crazy group of individuals? Bernie Sanders did the exact same thing that also incited violence. And then someone went and shot and killed people. I believe I I don't have all my facts in front of me, but I believe the same thing happened with a Bernie Sanders speech. Yeah. Now this is extreme because we're talking about the fucking Capitol building, the place where all of our leaders are. Imagine if one of those bombs went off. Yeah, that that would have been huge. That group of people would have taken out 90% of our leadership in this country. That, yeah. Yeah. That's scary. So I understand why it was a big deal. And I understand why it's been made into an even bigger deal on the news. And I understand why people are trying to figure out whether or not Trump is responsible or he should be responsible. And honestly, only the history books will tell us. Whether he's responsible or not, because we can't really def- definitively say he is or not, because we're all too emotionally involved right now. Mm-hmm. Well, soon when we're all part of either Google, Disney or Amazon and our new nation states of corporate leaders will be able to tell us which is right based on which streaming service, service. they are partnered with. So we'll find out. <laughs> all right. We'll be right back with a very quick post show. So we're running behind. Thank you for listening to The Rain Man Show with your host, Michael Flores, with hosts Thomas Cowley, Tony Sabal, produced by Michael Flores and Bobby Doherty. The Rain Man Show is a Cazador Productions and Rain Man Digital Broadcast production. For all things Rain Man Show, go to rainmandigitalmedia.com. And that you will find in the How's it going, everyone? Welcome to the Rayman Post Show. I am taking lead. My name is David Sabal, the lovable other half of the Sabal brothers. The other half of the horrifying coin that yeah. was dropped out of butter <laughs> long ago. Dude, I missed that theme song so bad. It's so good actually being back. <laughs> you have no idea. I actually have that song. The one that we on just played. Players, yeah. It's a good song. It's, it's, it's hilarious because this past uh, episode, Mike's played three songs that are on my playlist, which is Informer, It's Okay to Be Gay, and the Buffalo Bills Fucking My Horses. What the fuck is this I don't know playlist? what's wrong with me. I don't know. What's, something's really strange with me. But... No one will believe that. Oh, no, no, no. no. Yeah. Remember, Thomas, we just skimmed the surface. We just skimmed the surface. See, but Tony's not here, so this might get real dark real quickly, which would be Unless really interesting. Unless you wanted to. I always <laughs> want it to get darker. I mean, Come you know, on. I mean, there's so many unanswered questions. I mean, we're, we're coming back from uh, our break and everything, and the yeah. last time we left off was the infamous trivia show. Do you know David? Do not you know very me? well. And Clearly. yeah. And I I remember when we were leaving, you and even like a couple of listeners reached out to me, which was really weird. And they were like, what the hell was on your list? And I'm like, I'm not allowed to at liberty to say unless you guys figure it out. It was a trick game the whole time. But it's great to be back. Um, As we alluded to earlier, my brother is taking a bit of a hiatus right now. But we have to carry on and the show has to go on. He'll be back soon. Uh, which I'm hoping he'll be back. He said, like, probably toward the end of March. No worries. 
He's he's got to travel the world and and punch a yeti in the face <laughs> or whatever it is he's doing. Tony is going to travel like uh, the kung fu. Like he's going to become from kung, kung fu, fu master. The better to fist you with, kind of thing. He, he'll come back with like a, a strange hidden technique about his fist. Like, <laughs> I've seen those those Shaolin monk videos where they do like truly superhuman things. By themselves, like punch a hole <laughs> punch through a, hole a rock through with a rock. their fingers alone, or carry carry the uh, carry the burning sc- dude. Uh, that shit is pot. literally superhuman and fascinating, and I'm pretty sure that's where he's going to just <laughs> fist his enemies with four fingers to death. Like it's four fingers, but it feels like a fist because of the internal hemorrhaging. Th- that's why I think of it, think of me being here at the very beginning as a warning. I'm a harbinger. harbinger I'm the darkness. harbinger. Tony is like coming coming back as like the elder god coming to reawaken. Oh, that's horrifying. <laughs> but this show was actually pretty good, I have to say. I mean, we covered a lot of interesting things. It's it started out with a very different tone, which I I do applaud Mike for trying something different. Opening a a, a portal to the demon to the realm. Demon realm was in hindsight Maybe not the best idea. <laughs> but you know what? I, I do believe that we now have a brand new healer of Rain Man. <laughs> Zoltan, Zoltan Prophet Mike. Zoltan Prophet Mike. Yes. I think he is going to make 2021 very, very easy and special for us. We're going to tap into that resource a lot, I think. We we need some positivity. That's and the thing, yeah. between, you know, his muttering to in the public eye, would you fuck me at the gym? Which is <laughs> just outstanding. Which, I, as I sad think, as it sounds, I picture Mike doing that. Oh, he totally did that. I, I know he did that because that's, I've known Mike for a very long time and I'm not going, I picture him like on the, on the tread. I literally thought about it. And I'm like going, yeah, I can picture him like in the treadmill just going, you want to fuck me? <laughs> I want to fuck me. I really <laughs> want to know what people, who it was. Like, was it a hot girl? Was it a hot dude? Was it an ugly girl? Was it an ugly dude? Was it the janitor? You know? Knowing Mike, it was probably a girl. It had to be like this. It was Martha, the uh, janitor. <laughs> the janitor. She's like, oh, hit me. i fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but, then, but at that point, if that was true, you would have lost your celibacy at that point. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> you could have had Walked the Walked away without his celibacy and with a new recipe for tamales all in one go. <laughs> in one but one. what did he do? He wasted that. I mean, like out of the one story, he could have followed the the the, the footsteps of our... Uh, Chinese Exorcist, which I was cracking up at. I'm really afraid of that whole story because that's the thing is that I wouldn't be surprised if someone's that dumb, but I'm more terrified. Is that that easy in, like he said, these small providences and other nations? Like we forget, especially me right now, sounding incredibly white, how different first world countries are than rural third yeah. world countries and china's not a third world country but the the rural parts are oh no and i'm and i'm like not what saying people think and believe and get away with and still practice and, and i'm not saying this shocking. to scare people but i've been in third world countries where i come from the philippines yeah that's uh, so this disturbing actually can happen we're fucked but dude. The, the, the thing that really scares me though thomas is the fact that i mean like me and you talked about briefly on the post show i've done some diving into uh, the internet to see the dregs of humanity 
And I'm sorry, even here around the States, you see stories of people getting bamboozled like that. Oh, yeah. We see regular smart people get bamboozled by today's shit. So it's it's just a depressing statement. But I think that's why we're we're taking a different shift in tone. We're trying a more positive outlook to the future. (laughs) Literally, there's nothing to lose. Yeah. We're playing with house money right now. There you go. And so with that said... uh, Thank you very much. Thank you to Mike. Thank you to Thomas. Uh, Give me a shot to actually do a Rayman post show again. And we will be right back with you guys shortly. Sky's the limit, motherfucker. 